Hi there, this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. Our topic of conversation today is worry. It's vital that we don't worry, because when we worry, we're really letting the enemy take over our temple, dictate our lives. And so today we're going to learn from the Word of God how to not worry. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for taking over, for teaching us, for enlightening us of the vitalness of trusting in you. Thank you for showing yourself today through me, Jesus. We want to give you all the praise and all the glory. And of course, we want to look to you in everything. Our faith is in you, Lord. Give you all the praise and all the glory. And you know exactly that. Our, our faith has to be in him. And if I were to give you one answer, not to worry, make sure your faith is in Jesus. We know, though, that Jesus said, he has come that we may have life to the full until it overflows. The enemy has come to still kill and destroy. And so he wants to steal. His, his main objective is to steal God from you. Because if he has God, he has everything. And so one of the things he uses is worry. And worry is really a big thing because when we worry, we don't have peace for sure. Um, when we worry, our faith isn't in God. But the result of worry is, you know, we're agitated easily. We're hard to get along with. When we worry, we affect other people in our lives, and we're argumentative, and we're just stressed out. We have no peace, and and we when we act upon that worry, then um, we we do things we wouldn't normally do, and so worry is it, it's a good tool for the enemy to use in our lives to still kill and destroy. But the thing is, Jesus gave us authority over him, and we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. We can take authority over that worry, actually, just by going to Jesus and doing what we're told to do in Philippians. Don't worry or have any anxiety about anything, but in everything, take your requests to God. Talk to him about it. And then he's going to show you that he has a plan, that you can trust him, that you don't need to worry. And then that peace that transcends all understanding comes upon you. And you just know you don't have to worry. Worrying is allowing the enemy to take over your temple. You're allowing him access in your mind. And it's the same as if you allowed someone in your house that you didn't trust. You allowed someone in your house that you didn't know. You allowed someone in your house that was threatening you. It's the same thing. When you worry, you're allowing the enemy to enter into your temple. Corinthians says to 
take captive every thought, to bring every thought into captivity. So every thought that comes, you make sure it's good, healthy, and of good report. Like Philippians says, think on these things, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, whatever is of faith, think on these things. Don't allow him to overtake your temple. He's taking the place of Jesus when you allow him to do that. If you're not having faith, if, if you don't have faith in Jesus, you're really having faith in those worried thoughts that you're thinking. And you have a choice whether to let them in or not. Just like you have the choice whether to let someone in your house or not let them in. It's up to you. Second Corinthians 10.5 in the King James Version. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war against the flesh. So we know that that worry is poison from the enemy to try to control us, to come into our temple. He, he wants to be your God. He wants to be in charge of you. He wants to harass you and oppress you with those thoughts. Our weapons of warfare are, are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We have to stop that thinking. We have to stop that worry by casting down imaginations in every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Casting down those imaginations that he puts in your mind, those things that he's creating in your mind to try to get you to worry about. What does she think of me? What are they thinking of me? Oh, I wonder if I do this, what's going to happen? Well, that happened before. It's going to happen again. He's going to torment you if you let him with worry. And you are to cast down those imaginations, those lie thing, those lie, those lies, those pictures of lies that he's painting in your mind. It says, cast down those imaginations and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Anything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God. The Word of God says you can bring everything to Him. You can talk about it, and He's going to tell you what's going on, as it says in Philippians. And then He's going to give you that peace. You're going to know that He's taking care of you. You're, you're going to know what's going to happen. And then from there, you think on those things, not the lie. Don't think on the lie. Stop the lie. Don't let it in. That's what the Word of God is teaching us. Don't think it. Resist Him. Submit to God. Do what, do what He said. Resist Him and He'll flee. He'll take off. He, he goes for your weaknesses. When He sees something that you're weak in, then He's going to attack in that area because He gets joy out of tormenting you. He wants to put oppression on you. He wants to steal God from you. And whatever works, he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. Worry is a huge deal. He torments people with worry 
about all kinds of stuff. And even to the place where one would kill themselves or even kill someone else. Just all over worry, which causes anxiety, which causes a lack of peace. And we can get that peace from going to God, sitting with him, talking about what's going on, what's bothering you, where you're being attacked. And as I said, whatever weakness that you have, whatever, whatever um, bothers you is where he's going to attack you. And so we have to push through and be that conqueror. And the way we do that is we change our mind, just like Corinthians says. We exalt the word, not the thing that we're worried about. Change what you're thinking. Stop meditating on what the enemy is telling you and start meditating the truth. By his stripes, I was healed. I don't have to worry about my health. My God meets all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I don't have to worry about my needs. He's going to provide for me as I seek his way of doing and being right. And so to resist him, you seek God's way of doing and being right. Instead of worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, what are you going to do? Instead of worrying about what they think of you. If we have our mindset on Jesus and we're seeking his way of doing and being right, when our thoughts are on him, we're not going to, the enemy's not going to have any access. We're not going to be giving him access. But when we walk away, well, the first thing that the enemy wants to steal from you is your time with Jesus. So you don't worry, but when you sit with him, and as we talked about, when you obey him, you're not going to worry because you have that peace. You have that knowing. You had that conversation. Romans 12, 2 says to change your thinking. Change your mind from the way the world is to God's new ideas, his new attitude, and then you will prove for yourself his will is good and perfect. And then no one can take that from you. Because when you change your mind, if you just like practice, when, when that anxiety comes, when he comes to try to get you to worry about something so that he can control you, so that he can condemn you, so that he can get you to act on that worry, which would cause sin, then you just say, no, I'm going to think on these things. I'm going to think on the word, on the truth. Satan, you're not going to exalt anything above the true knowledge of God. In my mind, my mind is renewed. I think the word of God. I'm not thinking your thoughts. Be gone. And really, that's all there's to it. And that strength to do that comes from sitting with Jesus. You can't do it yourself. If you find yourself super anxious and you haven't had time with Jesus, it's likely the enemy is going to win 
in that situation and you're going to act on that lack of peace that you have, that worry, that fear. You're going to act on that if you haven't changed your mind, if you haven't decided ahead of time to be ready for those attacks and think what Jesus would say. And if you don't know what he would say, you can go to the Word and find out in any situation. What would he say? I'm afraid I'm sick. I'm going to die. By his stripes you were healed. I don't, I don't know what that person's going to think of me, and, and I'm worried they're not going to be my friend anymore. Who's your mother, sister, brother? Who, who are you putting above Jesus? We are to only care what he thinks of us. It doesn't matter what they think of you. In fact, Jesus said they're not going to like you because they didn't like me. It doesn't matter what they think of you. It doesn't. Satan is just magnifying that to try to control you so you'll do what that person wants. He's trying to manipulate you. In this time, in such a time as this, I just feel Jesus beckoning us to expose the enemy, to talk about what nobody wants to talk about. The enemy, he's real. And he is your enemy. And in order to conquer, in order to be that overcomer that Jesus calls us to be, so your name isn't blotted out of the book of life, you have to know your enemy and know how to resist him, how to put him under your feet, how to take that authority over him. Jesus said, I've given you power and authority. He can't hurt you. Bind him. Whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. Take authority over him, the authority you were given, and turn to Jesus and do his will. And the enemy's done for. No foe can withstand him. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. God meets all your needs. He provides for the birds. Why wouldn't he provide for you? But you got to do it his way. Matthew 6.33, seek his way of doing and being right, and then all these things will be added to you. Everything will be added to you. You won't have to go after it. The enemy wants you to run after stuff, to worry about it. What am I going to eat? What am I doing? What am I going to wear? Okay, I think I need three jobs. You're never going to have time to get ready for Jesus to sit with him if you're working three jobs. Besides, he has something for you to do, and he will pay you. The thing he has for you to do is your provision. Your gift will make room for you. His stripes made you whole. You know, one of the things that worry causes is people to eat, overeat, eat the wrong things, which make them sick and leave early before they even get their assignment finished. Um, drinking, drugs, all kinds of stuff, right? Your worry has side effects if you take it, if you take that worry on. 
So Jesus would say to you today, resist him. Resist him. Stop letting him be your God. Stop letting him slap you around. Stop letting him tell you what to think. Don't let any old thing come into your temple, into your mind. But make sure what it is is good and lovely and of good report. It's Jesus. It's faith. Don't let anything exalt against the true knowledge of God. And then he can't touch you. Don't let him in. Just don't let him in. Don't let him into your temple. Don't let him talk you into sin. Worry causes sin. If you act on worry, you're going to end up sinning. As we just talked about, overeating is a sin. Eating too much is sin. Eating the wrong thing is sin. You're to take care of your temple. And when you eat too much and um, you're overeating, it's your God. See, he, he knows what he's doing. Oh, their weakness is food. So I'll get them stressed out. So they eat. So then the food is their God. Or I get them stressed out, paint all these pictures in their minds. So they think they're going to happen. And, and then they're going to turn to alcohol. I got them. Because now alcohol is their God. Or maybe shopping, building up the credit cards and having no way to pay it off. And then you're crying to God, and God can't do anything because you disregarded his command. And the ultimate is he wants to steal your eternity from you, Jesus. Satan wants to steal your eternity from you. He wants to steal Jesus from you. He wants to steal that good that Jesus has for you. Matthew 7, 21 through 23, we know it, right? Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not that person that has food as their God or alcohol as their God or things will enter into the kingdom of heaven. You might be calling him Lord, but who is your God? Who do you turn to? I guess I'm getting in your face a little bit, but better now than when it's too late. But many on that day will say, Lord, what, what, I did this, I did that. Yeah, but you had a God before me. You let Satan control you. It stems from the worry. That's what Jesus wants you to know. He wants you to know why you're eating, why you're drinking, why you have this obsession with shopping or whatever it is that you do, why your kids are cutting themselves. He wants you to know why. Not just live with it, not put up with it, not let the enemy slap you around. Verse 23, he's going to say, Away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. You know, maybe you're thinking, well, that's kind of hard, harsh. I didn't know. The Bible is for you to know. And if you won't take it, if you won't open the seal, if you won't learn it, then that isn't Jesus' fault. It's your fault. If you say you love Jesus and you want to live with him forever, then you better get to know him. John 1, 1, he's his word. Get to know him. Let him get in your face now before it's too late. On that day, it's going to be too late. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. 
Find him now before it's too late. Find God. Find him. He's that precious pearl. It's not the food. It's not the alcohol. It's not the medication you take that you're hung up on. It's not that. It's not that that you need. You know, lots of times when people get so stressed out and they're tormented and harassed by the enemy, and instead of turning to the word, the root of the problem could be answered by the word. If you turn to the word, you're going to find the answer instead of going there. They're taking medication. They go to the doctor and trust a man before God. So anyway, Jesus wants you to know today. He wants you to know that he's your answer and that you don't have to worry. You don't have to live a stressed out life, but you can just go to him and do what he says to do. Not let the enemy in. Don't open the door. When I started learning this, he gave me a vision. And my front door had boards on and nails in, but there's just a little crack. And he was showing me I was letting the enemy in. If you believe his lie, you're letting him in. If you open the front door, he's going to come right on in. If you don't check those thoughts, he's going to come right on in and overtake your temple. And if you don't know any better, then... He's, he's really going to have a heyday with you. You're going to have one crisis after another. One chaotic thing after another happening in your life. It's going to be crazy because he's taken over. And he doesn't want to be known, by the way. He comes dressed as an angel of light. So it might seem a little quiet and like, well, everything's fine. I don't need God. He's stricken you because on that day, Matthew seven twenty one through 23, Not everyone who calls me Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And so he's going to keep you from doing the will of the Father, and he can do that quietly. And then also on that day, you're surprised. When Jesus says, away from me, I never knew you. So it can be chaotic, or you can just be quiet. And you can think everything's okay. But you don't want to find out. On that day, that's not okay. You don't want it to be a surprise. You don't want to hear him say, away from me, I never knew you, and hear the whole time you've been calling him Lord. So you just learned how to get rid of worry today. And that was Jesus' favor. He wants you to know. He's preparing you for his return. He's preparing us to be ready to stand before him as that bride without spot or wrinkle. And I just hear him saying, count it all joy when the enemy comes against you. Don't quit and give up. Because as James says, you're going to grow up. You're going to be developed. You're going to have patience. You're not going to lack anything because you're going to have understanding. That's a good word. That's a good word. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, 
He said he's knocking at the door of your heart, Revelation 3.20. And if you invite him in by heeding his voice, he's going to teach you. He's going to correct you. He's going to prepare you for that day. But you have to heed his voice. It's just not a prayer that you pray. A ticket to heaven, that's not it. It's a relationship. It's serving him. He's your God, not anything else. Nothing can come before him. And so, as we just learned today, you have to deal with the worry. That, that, that is something that you have to be in control of. Let Jesus help you, of course. But if you don't have worry, figure it out. The enemy's just going to pull the rug out from under you. And you're not going to be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And so you need Jesus to help you with that. You need him. If you worry, then you're going to be out of the will of God because he's going to be controlling you. The enemy's going to be controlling you. So it's a lifestyle change. You become engaged to Jesus and you let him recreate you in his likeness. You let him correct you and teach you how to live in his kingdom, how to live that full abundant life, and how to help prepare the way for him. Be a part of his life. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for teaching us today. We're asking you to come. Live on the inside of us. Be our God. Teach us. Help us, Lord, to live that good life that you have for us. Show us how we can help prepare the way for you. Jesus is saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's not my will that you worry. Resist him and come to me. Let me set you free. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to come to your rescue as soon as you call him. He's going to show up even before you call him. He's going to show up because he knows. He knows you're going to call him anyway, so he shows up even before because he loves you. He's watching you. He's looking out for you, and he wants to be there for you. Turn to him. If there's anything I can do for you, please contact me. If you said that prayer today, I'd love to know. The word is him, John 1.1. 1, 1. So look at the word. If you just said that prayer, you got to look at the word. He is your strength. Only with him. Look at the word. Praise him. He said he manifests himself if you obeyed him. So look at the word. Do the word. And he'll manifest himself. Thank you so much for listening.